Are you interested in bringing communities together? Are you interested in bridging cultural and communication gaps? Are you interested in podcasting? We want to help build a better world through better understanding of one another. And we want to amplify your voice in the conversation. So bring your ideas and voice to the Venn Network. We will help you bring your voice to the world. Two Iraqis came here to this country, were radicalized. That terror attack overseas. Assalamu alaikum, ladies and gentlemen. Assalamu alaikum, boys and girls. Welcome back to the most educational edutainment podcast that there is about Islam on the internet today. We're here to help you expand your minds, think differently. We're help we're here to help you expand your vision on the world and the way you see things and the way you see Islam and the way you see Muslims. So this podcast isn't just for you, it's also for your friends. So make sure you share because sharing is caring. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the hardest working imam that I know, Imam Azhar. Assalamu alaikum, peace and blessings and greetings to all our listeners. Once again, we come to you uh, on our weekly time to discuss with you topics that you select uh, on our Twitter poll. We are here to engage with you in topics of discussion that we hope can continue to stem other conversations post this show. Uh, and um, I am so happy and honored to be a part of this uh, as we are approaching our 80th episode. And I'm also honored to be with Brother Carl on a weekly basis as we put together these small segments that I feel are building blocks towards a more stable and stronger future. So without further ado, Brother Carl, I want you to tell us what were the poll, uh, sorry, what were the questions that we posed on the poll this week and which one was selected? Brother Carl? Thank you. Oh, my mic is on. Look at that. Salam alaikum. Thank you, Imam Azhar. I'm totally organized tonight, totally on top of things. We're good. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are on Twitter, and that is the best way to interact with us, go ahead and up on the Twitter and look for Venn Network, V-E-N-N-N-E network n-e-t-w-o-r-k i can spell and uh, or to quote my daughter i can english hold on so uh if you're on twitter look for us at ven network v-e-n-n-n-e-t-w-o-r-k up there you can follow us and every monday we post a poll where you our listeners our fans our followers get to pick what tonight's show is about because this show is for you we're here to answer your questions and to address what you want to know more about and so again i've already said this once but i'm going to say it again without further ado here is this week's poll uh the options this week were leaving neverland which for those of you don't know that is the michael jackson special where they talked about uh, what was going on with uh, michael jackson in the neverland ranch uh ramadan and its meaning how safe are we and 
the last one, my personal favorite, What's the Deal With, where it's a grab bag where we can talk about anything we want. Uh, as you can see from the poll in front of you, this week's winner, what our listeners want to listen to or want to talk about, is Ramadan and its meaning. So that's why we're here tonight. We are here to discuss Ramadan, what it means to me, what it means to Imam Azhar, and what it means to you, our listeners. Uh, Imam Azhar, back to you. So Carl, it's interesting and I'm thankful that our listeners selected this topic uh, for all of us that don't know from the Muslim community or the non-Muslim community is that Ramadan is around the corner. We've officially entered uh, the build-up month, which the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, spoke about. And he prayed uh, in his prayers uh, would be the following prayer. Oh Allah, bless us in the month of Rajab and Shaban and allow us to see the blessed month of Ramadan. And so we have officially entered um, the month of Rajab, uh, which is the seventh month of the calendar. And uh, we are now on our way towards Ramadan. So the 60-day countdown has begun, I think, on day 54. And so, yes, the hype has begun. Um, focus and intention is now starting to uh, direct itself towards this blessed month, which is an annual opportunity of a month. Um, and tonight what we want to talk about isn't the blessings of this month or the uniqueness of this month or what this month brings with it, because that's a topic that could take a few weeks to discuss, especially on um, a 25 to 30 minute segment that we have on our weekly basis. And of course, to keep in mind, we want your questions, we want your thoughts, we want your concerns to be part of this discussion. But what I want to talk about today, Carl, is uh, the interesting phenomenon where many people in the Muslim community and non-Muslim community feel that Ramadan is the month of fasting. And so the the key distinction of this month in comparison to all other months is that it is a month of fasting. I, I, I want to say I, I would beg to differ. Uh, fasting, of course, is a prescribed act during the blessed month of Ramadan. Uh, but fasting isn't Ramadan. They're two different things. Uh, and the fact that Ramadan has been defined to be the month of fasting, if we go with it, Carl, and we accept it to be the month of fasting, in a time in a world where people are very hesitant in religion to observe their fast, uh, I want to pause here for a moment and ask you, Carl, uh, it is uh, the season of Lent, or it is the time of Lent, correct? And so Christians around the world are observing the 40 days of fasting, which may not be the same as Muslims fast. Uh, it is a bit different. And Carl, could you just um, expand on that for me, please? So it is in my understanding, and if there are any Catholics in the room that are watching this, whether on YouTube or on uh, uh, um periscope please chime in but it's in my understanding that lent is not necessarily fasting as it is giving up something so you fast from something uh mm -hmm. i've seen people say oh i'm giving up uh, uh i'm twitter for 40 days i'm giving up uh uh, uh 
drinking for 40 days. I'm giving up swearing for 40 days. So it's in my understanding, and again, not a Catholic, really don't know any, but it's in my understanding that the 40 days of Lent is you give up something. So you're fasting from one thing in particular. It doesn't necessarily have to be food and drink. But again, could be wrong. Well, again, that that is important for you to say that, even though it may not be the complete understanding of Lent. And again, we would ask our uh, Catholic listeners to to chime in either now as we are live or after the show, uh, once they have an opportunity to see it. Uh, But again, fasting, it's important because uh, the understanding of fasting differs between how uh, we see fasting and how others see fasting, but at the end of the day, you're giving up something for something, correct? You're giving up something for something. And so that's exactly what, you know, I feel there's a much greater meaning of Ramadan uh, in addition to just fasting itself. But again, I'm not going to challenge that tonight. I was on the path of saying if we were to accept that Ramadan is fasting and fasting is Ramadan and fasting is unique to Ramadan itself, at a time when Ramadan is falling in the heat of summer, like in the middle of summer, if this year it's going to be in August, sorry, this year it's going to be in May, June. Uh, so we kind of passed the July. We're in the May, June era right now. Uh, and of course, it's going to start going into April. So we're going to be moving towards the spring. But we had few years of intense heat and summer months for those who are on the northern part of the equator. For those who are in the southern part of the equator, like Australia, New Zealand, I think now Ramadan is exiting your winter months and will be going into your summer months. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, summer or the other, it's summer or it's winter, depending on north of the equator or south of the equator. My point is many Muslims feel that fasting is very difficult and they feel that their Ramadan uh, has made uh, it difficult on themselves that in such long days with strenuous hours of fasting in addition to work and school and whatever else, keep in mind this year, for those of us who are in the South, I know Florida and Texas, uh, school ends in May or the first week of June. We're up north and I think in the end of June. So Ramadan's going to be coming uh, to an end while school will be coming to an end. And so it's going to be a double whammy. You got the finals, you got your grades to worry about, and you have your fasting to do. I actually had a person who came into my office three days ago and he said to me, um, uh, can I fast in the winter because I can't fast in the summer? It's too hard. It's really difficult to fast and stuff. And I said, if there's a medical condition that prevents you from fasting or could harm your body, then you don't fast. Um, and uh, if you feel you can make it up, that's a different scenario. But that's a case by case issue. But Carl, where I'm going with this is, again, fasting. If it's such a difficult thing, have you heard of uh, intermittent fasting? Carl, have you heard about that? Yes, yes, I have. And I, I didn't switch the camera. You're still on camera sure. uh, because I'm responding to a, a, a comment in our chat room. Sure. Sister Sister Layla says, As-salamu alaykum. Uh, right. I know that the Catholics give up meat on Fridays. So, uh, yes. And yes, I have heard of intermittent fasting because that's the new craze. That's the thing. That's 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 the new thing, man. Thank you. So it is the new thing. I know many of my friends who are in intermittent fasting, they're the ones who have. So there's basically six or seven very unique or popular intermittent fasting. Uh, The first one is what they call the 16 by 8, which is fasting for 16 hours a day. 
I just want you guys to let that sink in. 16 hours a day, people are fasting. Why? Because it's not just a diet and it's not about religion. It's about being health conscious in this kind of like extreme measure of trying to become health conscious. The second one is what they call the 5-2, uh, which is fasting for two days per week which is also the fast of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, that he would fast Mondays and Thursdays and or the three days of the month in the middle of the month. Uh, number three is uh, to do uh, eat, stop, eat, which is a 24-hour fast uh, once or twice a week where... Um, 24 hours shut down, eat, 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 shut down 24 hours, back on to eating, eating, shut down for 24 hours. You do it once a week or do it twice, twice a week. Um, the um, this fifth one is the alternative day fasting, where you fast one day, you eat one day, you fast one day, you eat one day. And if I'm not wrong, this is the psalm or the fasting of Prophet David. He used to fast one day and he used to eat one day. So fasting goes back a long way. And the fact that it's going viral now again is symbol of the fact that fasting has benefits to it. Uh, and, and the last one is what they call the, the warrior diet fast, which is um, don't eat throughout the whole day, throughout the whole day, eat nothing and at night have this huge meal. And so basically, while you're out and about studying, working, whatever else, you're sweating it and you're draining, you're just going to keep yourself draining out. And nighttime, you become uh, hungry. Uh, I don't like using an analogy, but you know, sometimes you're hungry like a dog and you're just going to eat up and eat up and eat up. But the thing is, Carl, these to me are extreme measures. You know, except for two of them, they to me are extreme measures and people are doing them regardless of the season, regardless of the time, regardless of anything. 16 hours means 16 hours in the summer or in the winter. So the question is, where is Ramadan in light of this? My answer is simple. Fasting, no doubt, has a benefit for the body. It's proven after three days of fasting, your entire entire digestive system resets itself. So there's perfectly uh, documented, well-documented studies on this. It helps kill cancer cells. It helps kill diseases within one's body. There's so much to it. But the thing is the difference between intermittent fasting and Ramadan fasting is that any type of fasting that's done in this method is solely focused on the body's stability and well-being, and thus that's what you may accomplish. Where, where, where Ramadan and fasting in Ramadan has more than just physical, uh, you know, the physical perks to it, it's rather an opportunity to charge the soul. It's an opportunity while you're depleting your body fat, you're increasing your uh, spiritual protein, for example, where you are depleting the physical um, lag and laziness, you are enhancing the power and ability of the soul. And not just the soul with the body, but also the mind. Uh, fasting helps sharpen the mind. It helps one be more cognizant, aware, observant and so there's so much more to ramadan than it is about uh, these type of fast i'm not trying to say here today that the fast that people are doing as intermittent fasting is wrong i'm trying to say that to the muslims who feel that fasting in ramadan is difficult what then do you say of these fasts which are done throughout the course of the year and lastly is that 
fasting has proven to be a benefit. Why is it, Carl? I'm going to throw this on you. Why is it that when something is proven to be a benefit, it is more welcomed and embraced with open arms when it comes from the aspect of the vibe of society or what's viral in society in comparison to what was prescribed or ordained or uh, recommended by religion? Why do we see such reluctancy when it comes to religion, but we don't see that reluctancy when it comes to society? Carl, or our listeners, anyone? So what I'll say is you ever have that friend or that situation where you talk to the person and you're like, hey, this is what you should do. I think this is a really good idea. Uh, This room would look great painted red. You should paint this room red. And you have this conversation multiple times with the same person, and every time it's, you should paint the room red. And they go, eh, eh, eh. And then... Some weird friend that doesn't normally hang out with you guys, somebody who's outside of your social circle, comes over and goes, oh, my God, you should totally paint this room red. And your, your friend's like, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, that's that's kind of how I'm equating this, is that Allah told the prophets and the messengers that fasting is prescribed to you. We know that uh, that, that, that Jesus, the Isa, he, he fasted. He went into the desert and he fasted. I saw something on the History Channel yesterday that said he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and I didn't feel like that was quite right, but I could be wrong. But I knew it was 40 days, but I didn't know it was 40 days and 40 nights because that would kill him. But anyway... Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I'm equating this is we, you've got a friend who's told you multiple times, but you don't want to listen. But when the other person says that, oh, it's a great idea. So, um, you, you hit a nail on the head. And, uh, before I kind of comment on your answer, I want to tell you that your Jimmy Fallon, uh, uh your Jimmy Fallon, um, enactment was, spot on <laughs> so I, I to me when you said it the way you said it it was exactly how jimmy fallon talks when he's sarah so well <laughs> so. I, I wasn't trying to do it jimmy fallon but thank you very much <laughs> you did a good jimmy fallon there but going back um yes it's like kids you know you tell your daughters i know it's like that with my daughter uh it's something good to buy or to wear and they're like no it's not it's so outdated it's bad but once a friend or someone says hey that looks nice it's like yeah yeah it's good and and that goes down with everything and unfortunately i think it's called um lack of acknowledgement of what is good for us no doubt you are telling me something and I'm like, okay, Carl, good for you. But then that person tells me something I'm like, yeah, that's right. Um, not only am I not acknowledging, um, I'm, 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 I'm ignoring the word or advice initially, but I'm lacking the ability to acknowledge how good you are to me. Because think about it, Allah's telling us as, as the Lord, as the supreme authority but not in a dictator manner. He's telling us with love, you know, 
fast has been prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you. He's kind of giving us in a nutshell that this is something I'm just asking you to do because people before you did it. And he, I think by him telling us that, he's confident that people after us will continue to do it. So it's something that's been happening. And he's telling you, I'm letting you do this because I know it's good for you. But he's not telling us it's good for us. But we doubt the fact that why he's telling us what to do until someone in the world comes about and tells us, hey, you know what? That's actually really good for you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. In Islam, we do that. The, the thing is that we have to embrace. We have to embrace fasting to be important for our entirety for our entire package the body the mind the soul and everything else uh and that's just one part of the equation as we gear up towards ramadan because there's so much more to ramadan than there is fasting fasting is basically if i was to be generous carl i would say 33 percent of ramadan is fasting to me, a good 66% of Ramadan is the Quran. Uh, and if I was to go by quarters, if I was to give Ramadan 75% uh, towards the Quran, I would give maybe 15% towards fasting, 5% uh, towards prayer, uh, the other 1% or 2% to different things because there's so many factors in Ramadan. There's, it's, like, it's like walking into a Chuck E. Cheese. There are so many games uh, and, you know, sometimes, and the adults could relate to me on this, we won't go to the bigger games because you could win maybe two tokens, but you could go to some of the kid games and you could win 40 to 60 tokens at one shot and have fun. So why just have fun for two tokens when you could have fun and get 60 tokens? Yeah, it's maybe not your league to do the ice ball or to do the basketball hoop contest, but guess what? You're getting more tickets out of it. So you will see more adults gravitate towards those things because they see it's a much bigger return. Ramadan is more than, <coughs> excuse me, two tickets. <coughs> There's multiple of tickets and we want to gain those tickets and that's why we're preparing ourselves for Ramadan. <coughs> I think I'm losing my voice, Carl. Let me give it back to you. What's your thoughts on this or what, what's our listeners' thoughts on this? Uh, we don't, we, I don't see any comments at the moment, but I did want to actually say that, uh, for those, for those of you watching on Periscope, please join in. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this and uh, love to get your feedback, but I, I know I was just, I was musing while you were speaking and I was thinking to myself, oh, okay. So the takeaway is that Ramadan is like Chuck E. Cheese, but only the games that pay out a lot of tokens because you're going to get the most out of it. That that was my takeaway so far. I mean, did, did, did I miss it? <laughs> well, yes, yes. It's, it's, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. Go for where the tokens are greater. And there are some places where you get 100 tokens. Know it and go for it. Don't be stuck on one thing. Ramadan isn't about fasting. It's about much more. But today we talked about the angle of fasting because people may resent fasting on the spiritual aspect but they embrace it when it comes to the norm in society because it's now uh, something that's gone viral. Again, 
Islam teaches you it's more about your entire package than it is about your body alone. Your body is just the shell. The soul is the most important part of your body. And never forget that the soul was created before the body. And the body came to existence only to go back and turn into dust, only to come back once again on the day of judgment, and then to be purified to enter into the spiritual realm of paradise, which is very unique and a blessed place. Um, Carl, um, uh, we'll try to talk a bit about Ramadan again in the near future, uh, but I want to end by talking about, you know, MJ, because uh, there's something that's just rubbing me the wrong way as we talk about Michael Jackson. Uh, Islamically, friends, I just want to make something very clear, that you never talk bad about someone when they're dead. And the reason is because now they're with God. God will handle it with justice. When a person is alive, they have the ability to stand up and defend themselves. This case of molestation and charges and accusations were brought up against Michael Jackson the day he beat the Beatles and the day he beat the record of every other musician in the world ever to exist. Then the cases of him being... um, uh, 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 what you call it, a child molester or predator came up and he addressed these issues back in the days when he was alive uh, but there was nothing concrete to prove that this stuff has happened and I'm not here trying to defend him but I'm here to defend a dead person you don't you don't take down the honor of a dead person who's dead and that's what the prophet peace be upon him said a time's going to come when the people who are alive will curse those who are dead they're gone let God handle it. If not today, he'll handle it tomorrow. And Carl, it bothers me when we kind of bring up these child molestation cases. And while we're speaking right now, Al Jazeera just broke the news 20 minutes ago that once uh, Pell, who's once the Vatican's chief financial officer and an advisor to Pope Francis, he's the highest ranking Catholic church official. He has been convicted of molesting children. He is uh, Australian Cardinal George Pell. Uh, he's been jailed six years. He's only been jailed for six years for molesting children. We got living predators on this earth who are kidnapping children, molesting children. God knows what they're doing. They're selling children. And if you don't believe me, look back on the news report of the NFL Super Bowl. How many people were arrested for child prostitution and child, uh, what you called, there was a child predatorial ring that was doing this stuff. And this is exactly the sick world that we have right now. And you want to talk about someone who's dead. I'm not saying he's not wrong. God knows if he's wrong, but he's not here to defend himself. But the people who are alive and kicking in wrong, it's about time. If you have the same sentiments, you go and address it to them. The people who come to me and say, Muhammad, peace upon him, was a pedophile because he had married a girl. Where in Islam, it is forbidden, it is haram to marry a girl. You can only marry anyone who has reached past the age of puberty and they're able to give birth to a child. And that number varies depending on society, depending on food, depending on the the atmosphere that the people are in. When you want to talk about that, we still have, and we talked about this already in one of our podcasts, we have most of the states in America that allow children to get married. And um, that Fox News host, whose name... Tuckerson or whatever, I don't even want to know the guy's name, that idiot, sorry to say this, uh, is saying such demeaning things about a person who was a child molester, and he's trying to frame it as if it's okay for the person to do this stuff. So friends, let Vice release whatever documentary they want. Don't ruin your mental sanity as we're ruining our bodies uh, with all the toxic food we're eating. Keep your mind clean. 
don't think evil about anyone who has died. And if we have enmity harbored against someone's evilness that's alive, do the right thing to help them get out of their evil by letting them see what's better. Fast for your body, fast for your soul, and Carl, last thing, fast for your mind also. And I'll give it back to you for closing remarks. Before I wrap up, I'm actually going to throw it back to you just one more time because uh, I, I, I want to leave on kind of an kind of an up note. Uh, can you make a special duat for Sister Layla as, as, as she is uh, doing her son's math homework right now as she listens to us? And as you and I, parents, know, doing math homework with our children is, is just painful. So if you could make a duat for her while, while, while we wrap this up. Well, Sister Layla, we, we thank you for your continuous support to this show and your engagement with us. You are part of the Raw Islam family, and we pray for you and for all the parents out there who are taking the time to actually sit with their children and to mentor their children and to inculcate within them the great qualities of goodness and patience and endurance uh, and stability. May Allah bless you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve you. May Allah increase you in knowledge and goodness. And may Allah give you the ability, the light, and the wisdom to spread goodness to your son and through your son beyond to the entire humanity. Amin. Amin. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of another episode of the Raw Islam Podcast. If you want to learn more about the Raw Islam Podcast, you can go over to the vennetwork.org, V-E-N-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K.org. You can see this podcast and all the other podcasts on the network. If you poke around the website far enough, you can find cute little swag like what I'm wearing, and you can help support the network, support the host, and support the shows. Make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube and click the little bell so that when we're live, you get the notification and make sure you follow us on twitter at ven network dot uh just ven network on twitter so that you can take part of our polls on mondays uh so you can control what's on the show the next day and until next week ladies and gentlemen we will say assalamu alaikum assalamu alaikum This has been a production of the Venn Network.